With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 121st edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. We begin the ninth chapter of Nefesh Chaim, And he explains as follows. He says that in the wilderness, the Jewish people for 40 years, they wandered around. Every single day, they were constantly eating from the table of God, so to speak. They were eating this manna, this special bread which would come down every single day right next to their doors, if they were righteous people, a little farther away, if they weren't as righteous. Their clothes, they didn't wear out. They didn't have to be involved, even an iota. They didn't have to be involved at all with their parnasa, with their livelihood. So they would not be considered doing the will of God unless they were looking straight at God, mamish, literally straight in God's eye, so to speak, completely making themselves subservient to the Torah, to serving God, fearing God. Day and night, the, the Torah wouldn't leave their lips. And they wouldn't be involved at all in their livelihood because it was completely provided for them. And that's the idea, the concept behind that which our sages say, that the Torah was given to those who ate the manna. The Torah at this point, that stage of our history, so the Jewish people were in this type of relationship with Hashem, which was direct, which was looking at each other, so to speak, in a direct way. That's why when they looked, how should we place the cherubim? God says, how should you put, put the kruvim on top of the Aaron, on top of the Ark of the Covenant? So they were placed in such a way where they were looking directly at each other, because that was the state of the Jewish people at that time. Pneim, Ishal, Achiv, Mamish, each one looking directly at, at each other. This showed that the Jewish people's relationship with God was completely straight, one looking at the other. The Jewish people completely reflected the light of God. They were completely involved in learning the Torah, doing God's will, and acting in a way that would reflect God's presence in the world. The Nefesh Chaim continues and explains that in the times of King Solomon, when they placed the Kruvim, how did they place them? A little bit off, not directly facing each other. What was the reason? What's the understanding? It wasn't a negative thing. He says the general populace of the Jewish people, they weren't wandering through the wilderness anymore. They were not in that stage. They were not in that state where they were completely provided for all of their needs. Rather, they had to be involved a little bit in their parnasa, in their livelihood. They had to be able to, you know, sustain their souls in order to be able to do God's will. So that, according to Bishmael, that's the main desire of Hashem. He holds that for the general populace, so the the correct thing for the general populace to do is to be involved a little bit in their parnasa, in their livelihood, and to spend most of their time learning the Torah. And that's what the Jewish people were doing. And this is actually something that the sages tell us in, in the ethics of our forefathers in, in Pirkei Avos. It says, The correct way is to learn Torah along with a little bit of livelihood. And in fact, it even says, If it doesn't have, if you don't have Torah along with a little bit of livelihood, so the Torah is going to end up becoming nullified in the end. Because the person has to occupy himself, make sure that he doesn't get, uh, you know, a person could end up going off on on tangents or ends up not completely involved in the Torah. So he needs to be miyatsev, he needs to solidify himself in a certain sense. So therefore you have to have both. And he points out that whatever we find in the ethics of our forefathers, it's just something that's talking about the righteousness. This is what we're supposed to do. This is the ideal. So, despite the fact that a person has to be involved in livelihood, so he points out, like he said previously, that a person still, when he's involved in his livelihood, he should be thinking about the Torah. That his main focus should always be the Torah, coming close to God, having spirituality. That's the main point, even when he's involved in his livelihood. So then, when they originally placed the Kruvim, when they placed the Kruvim at that time, the, the cherubs, so they faced them a little bit off from each other. Now, it didn't mean that they weren't doing the ultimate will of Hashem. They were. And in fact, that's why they were still embracing the Kruvim. They were they were hugging each other because it showed that Hashem, when, when the Jewish people in general are doing what they're supposed to be doing, they are someone involved in love. That is the desire of Hashem. There is a special chiva, a special love, an embrace that God shows for the Jewish people.
So now the Nefesh Chaim asks an important question which we need to understand, and that is that why was it that they placed both of the Kruvim on this little angle? If anything, the one Kruv, the one cherub which represented God, it should have been facing directly towards the other cherub. Even if the Jewish people are not completely 100% involved, so they have to be on a little bit of an angle. But Hashem, so his relationship with the Jewish people is Me'achuz, 100%. So why was the second cherub faced off on a little bit of an angle, just like the angle of the other cherub? So he explains that this concept is, as we've been explaining until now, as we mentioned a number of times that according to the way that the Jewish people act that's how Hashem brings down His greatness into the world there's a light that Hashem wants to attach wants to, to give life force to all the different levels of creation but that's completely dependent on the act of the Jewish people the acts that we do according to how we behave towards Hashem that's how God behaved towards us so it had to be precisely exactly the angle that the Jewish people the cherub which represented them was on that was the angle that God's cherub the cherub which which represented God was also on that same exact angle to represent the concept that according to how we behave, according to how much light we shine into the world, that's how much light Hashem correspondingly shines into the world as well.